1: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast.
2: This worked out pretty well for the Giants. It worked out pretty well for Daniel Jones. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We are opening up the phone lines to get your reactions on Lamar Jackson. Why teams should pursue him or why they should not consider giving him a completely guaranteed contract, and the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, but the Giants yesterday canty locking up Daniel Jones four years one hundred sixty a little over half of it somewhat uh, is, is guaranteed, but as we just heard from Jordan Ronan, who covers the Giants for ESP and NFL Nation uh, in that montage they 're really only locked in on him for about two years, and to me, if you 're not going to franchise him. You worked in you worked yourself into a very manageable situation here with Daniel Jones where if in two years you don't think he's the guy, you can move on from him. Canty. I think we lost Canty for a moment, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so there,
0: if we, here we he is. There we go. Oh! Like, I, like I was saying, this is the rare time in contract negotiations yeah. when both sides won. But that's that's how I felt about the deal for the New York Giants. When you look at the structure of the deal on its face, Carlin, it makes a lot of sense as to why Joe Shane would sign up for it. Because a lot of people are saying, oh, $40 million a year, average annual value of the deal, that's not where Daniel Jones is. He's not that caliber of quarterback. Only 15 touchdown passes last season. To that, I would say, think about the total guarantees. It's $82 million. So they're guaranteeing the first two years and a part of the third year. If you're the Giants, you can live with that. If it doesn't work out with Daniel Jones over the course of the next two years, you can cut bait with minimal impact to your salary cap moving forward. The other part about this deal that I like for the Giants is the flexibility it gives you with your salary cap right now. It's not a coincidence, Carlin, that after inking this deal with Daniel Jones, the Giants have now started on long-term contract negotiations with all pro defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence. Mm -hmm. That's something that you and I have talked about early on in this offseason, business that they had to get done. As soon as that's taken care of, I'd be surprised if they don't take care of Andrew Thomas, they're all pro left tackle because those are two foundational players. And that's the stuff that Joe Shane has to get taken care of, number one, because you want to lock in players at those premium positions sooner rather than later because it only gets more expensive. But the second reason why you want to do it is for your program building. This sends a clear message to everybody in your locker room that if you produce, we will take care of you. That's the culture that Daybol and Shane want to put in place. Now, Daniel Jones, even though they had the reins on him a little bit this year, he got him a road playoff win. It's been a long time since the Giants won a playoff game. I should know because I was on the damn team the last time (laughs) they did it before 2022. (laughs) So I, I love the fact that they were able to get this done. And if you're Daniel Jones... This is better than the alternative of playing on the franchise tag. $82 million is better than $32.5 million. And there was no guarantee that the Giants or anybody else was going to give you more money than that after 2023. So I think it's, you know, you know both sides negotiated hard, but both sides ultimately end up winning this deal. Uh, it's a great day for everybody in Big Blue Nation yesterday, with the exception of Saquon Barkley, because he's now got to contend with negotiating under the franchise tag. Well,
2: here is Joe Shinning, the Giants GM, on getting the deal done and the ultimate
1: goal. Everybody's goal is to to win a Super Bowl. So, you know, I think Daniel, you know, you look at, you know, he played well his rookie year. He you know he played well for us his past year. I think, uh, you know, this, the coaching staff has confidence in him, his organization. We have a confidence in him. And, you know, we're going to continue to build the team around him. That's the ultimate goal.
2: And look, it's a good situation for Jones with the coach that he's working with because Brian Dable obviously took a major step with him in the right direction this past year with turning the football over. He he wasn't turning it over nearly as much. Five interceptions all season long. The 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 other concerns that are there with Daniel Jones are very true, and they're 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 still there. Is it enough to just not turn the ball over? Is it more about? actually going out and making big plays to help your team win. Well, let's see if he can go uh, and do that this this coming year. You mentioned Barkley. Let's get to that for a second. Because Saquon, the the Giants, if they were going to have Jones on that long-term deal, they needed to have the franchise tag available to them for Saquon Barkley. Now, we had discussed the idea that if they did not get the deal done with Jones, that Barkley... Going to free agency uh, made too much sense for him to not be able to go out and get his own kind of a deal, but now that leverage is gone, can't he? So how does Saquon Barkley navigate this? What does this end up looking like in terms of a contract?
0: Oh, it's simple. It ends up looking like what the Giants want it to be, which is somewhere huh. in the ballpark of 12 to $13 million a year and guarantees through the first two years, probably talking about a four-year pact. That, that's the structure of the deal that they offered him around the bye week last year. And he decided that he didn't want to take it and that he wanted to roll the dice. Turns out now that the team has more leverage because they applied the franchise tag to him, the deal that Saquon wants, that that $14 million a year territory, that's not going to happen. That's yeah. not going to happen. Now, could he convince them to go up to $13 million a year? Uh, I, think, I think he could massage that out of it, but it's not going to be much more than that. And the structure is going to fall in line with the giants in terms of being team friendly and giving them maximum flexibility because again there's other issues that this team needs to address they got a lot of moving parts that they got to fix skill position core on offense they got to look at the defense a lot of a lot of issues especially on the second and third levels of that unit so there are things that they have to take care of this offseason and getting Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley back were the top two priorities for Joe Shane, and it's mission accomplished on that front. So, I I, I feel bad for Saquon because he was that close. He was he was an, he was literally minutes yeah. to free agency, and then all of a sudden they get the deal done with Daniel Jones and they slap the tag on him, and it sucks because he plays a position that is steadily being devalued across the NFL.
2: So what? That's probably going to look like If they're going to go 4 years, that's going to look like around 28-29 million guaranteed, something like
0: that. Probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. 4 4 years, $52 million, 28 million guaranteed, Could he convince them to a year territory. That's not going to happen. That's yeah. not going to happen. Now, could he convince them to go up to The Giants if
2: Well, can't he? Listen. The- Kanty, you with me? I'm-, I'm with you. Okay, I'm not sure. Over nearly as much. Five interceptions. Now, well, Canty, I'm not sure what's going on in the background there, but at this point, for him to take the franchise tag makes absolutely no sense. In thinking that next year he could go out and hit it when you are a running back, right? You would just have to accept the realistic. Idea that this is where you are right now.
0: Yeah, he can't afford to take that risk, especially with yeah. his injury history. Right? Yeah. He, there's no chance that Saquon Barkley can do that. He, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to, you know, go along with essentially what the Giants want to do. Now, I don't think the Giants are going to disrespect him. I think they value what he brings to the table. And we got to keep in mind the offense ran through him last year, not yeah. Daniel Jones. He, there's a reason why he set a career high in rushing yards. Um, and he had 1,600 yards from scrimmage, he was the identity of their offense. So they're not going to disrespect him because they appreciate the intangibles, the leadership, the sports character. But at the same time, this is going to have to be a deal, much in the same way that Daniel Jones' contract is structured, that falls in line with what Joe Shane wants to do in maintaining maximum flexibility under their salary cap to make other moves. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN
2: app, if you missed what Chris Canty said this morning on Get Up, you are going to hear it in 30 seconds. And trust me, you want to hear it. But my friends, when you want the best deal on the best meal, you choose Wendy's, two for six bucks. Now, you can pick... Two from some of Wendy's best menu items, including Dave's single, made only with always fresh, never frozen beef, the spicy chicken sandwich, 10 piece crispy nugs, or a medium strawberry lemonade. Pair any two for just six bucks. That's a Dave's single and a spicy chicken sandwich. Six bucks. What about a spicy chicken sandwich and a refreshing strawberry medium lemonade? Six bucks. Strawberry lemonade? 10 piece nugs. Take a guess, six bucks. Even, and we call this the Carlin special, a Dave single with another Dave single. Tired of hearing me say it? Yeah, only six bucks. Wendy's, two for six bucks, is one deal. That lets you pick the meal you want at a price you want. Swing by Wendy's today to get the best deal in fast food. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Two for six bucks for a limited time. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's a la carte only single item at regular price.
1: Breaking news from ESPN's Adam Schefter. The Ravens have placed the non-exclusive tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. This is more than just about money. The relationship between the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson isn't a relationship that is in a good place. They're saying, all right, we can't find compromise, so you go ahead and see if that deal's out there. And if it is, and you
2: come back to us, you know, maybe we'll match it. Maybe we'll say, you know, you were right, we were wrong, and come back to us and
0: everything will be fine.
2: Well, he now is able to go shopping, but it seems like so far teams are trying to make it known that they're not going to be in the mix on Lamar Jackson because he is seeking a fully guaranteed contract. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. And if you miss Get Up today, you miss Chris Canty going off on this very topic. It's Get Up in the Morning
1: to get up but in the afternoon we get down get down on it it's time for get up get down get down on
2: it well canty was on set with greenie and company and getting into it this morning this has been the story of the last couple of days and in case you didn't hear it this is what chris canty had to say regarding Lamar Jackson and how the owners, four or five or six teams, immediately came out and indicated they were not going to be interested in pursuing it.
0: I'm extremely sensitive to it, as well as all the current and former players, just because we all understand how hard it is to get to the point where Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is now, where you have the chance to leverage your talents and get true market value. Mm-hmm. Players don't get leverage very often in the National Football League, but the, the adage goes, when you get the hammer, you better swing it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Lamar, the owners ain't going to let him swing the hammer. Mm-hmm. That's what this comes down to. You brought up the Colin Kaepernick situation and how they handle that. But we found out that the NFL was on the wrong side of it because Roger Goodell in that promotional video or commercial he came out with and said they were wrong in how they treated Colin Kaepernick. Well, the NFL is dead wrong with what they're doing with Lamar Jackson now because there is no other plausible explanation why a 26-year-old MVP quarterback that's won a road playoff game and is fourth in wins since he's come into the league who's had his team in the playoffs for the five seasons he's been a starter, can't get the guarantees that Deshaun Watson got in his contract
2: you know Canty it's amazing too I look at some of the other guys and where they are with their contracts right now some of the top paid guys in the league and it's 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 so staggering to me how people cannot see that Lamar Jackson is worth so much more than the likes of Kyler Murray and how much he has played you know they keep going back to the injury thing Canty When we put it in terms of that along with other guys who have played and who haven't played, you know, it's basically about the same when it comes to Lamar Jackson and other quarterbacks. It's maddening what's happening.
0: Yeah, and here's the deal, right? Deshaun Watson missed an entire, well, almost an entire season. I want to say it was 12, 13 games due to a knee injury. He tore his ACL. He's had two knee reconstructions since he's gotten to the college ranks. And he missed an entire season because of legal um, legal issues down with the Houston Texans. So this is a guy that's missed two seasons when you add up the time from the injuries to the legal, uh, legal issues with the civil cases. And yet he came out roses when it came to getting his new contract fully guaranteed. Dak Prescott, another guy, missed 12 games coming off of an ankle surgery, Carlin, got $160 million with 80% of that contract guaranteed upon signing. 80%. I, I don't understand why people are allowing the, this, the, the, the injuries and what happened the last couple of years to convolute what's going on. But it just doesn't make any sense to me because we all know what this is about. The, Raven, the Ravens ain't that concerned about the injuries because there's a place that they're willing to go in terms of a contract extension with the amount of total guarantees somewhere in the ballpark of 160 to 180 million. So it ain't like they're all worried about the injuries if you're willing to guarantee that much. The problem comes down to Lamar Jackson wanting to follow the precedent of Deshaun Watson with a fully guaranteed deal. And the part to this that's wild to me, big fella is the fact that the Ravens didn't have to be in this situation if they had just paid Lamar when they were first eligible to. They had a chance to extend Lamar Jackson after the 2020 season. So that's after he won an MVP. That's after he won a road playoff game. That's before he missed any games in the National Football League. I think he missed one due to COVID in 2020. It's the middle of a pandemic. They could have taken care of it then and they decided against it. And had they done it then, they wouldn't have to worry about this issue with fully guaranteed contract. They wouldn't have to worry about Dak Prescott's contract being a template. They wouldn't. So this is a situation that they made, and now they're penalizing Lamar Jackson because of what he's seen in the marketplace and demanding, based on his talent and resume, that he gets something comparable. Now, last thing I'm going to say about this. They used the injuries against Lamar Jackson, and specifically what happened this year with the PCL and him not playing in the playoff game and him not even traveling with the team to Cincinnati. Carlin, I remember, and I'm old enough to remember this, before the season even started, we were all saying Lamar Jackson shouldn't set foot on a football field until he gets a new contract. Mm-hmm. And you know what Lamar did? He went out there and played without financial guarantees beyond 2022. That gave you a little bit of insight into the sports character of Lamar, which is now also being assassinated by the virtue of the teams deciding that they're going to be out this early in the process. Had Lamar Jackson set out, and when I say set out, what I mean is hold in and, and not played, come up with whatever reason to hold in, similar to what Jalen Ramsey did once upon a time with the Jacksonville Jaguars, I wonder if he'd be in this situation now. I wonder if he'd be there. That's the part that, that feels just wrong to me. When the guy has done everything he can to be there for a franchise that drafted him, to be there for his teammates, this is how Eric DeCosta and the Baltimore Ravens, and when I say Eric, I'm also meaning Steve Bashotti the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, this is how they choose to treat Lamar Jackson, their former MVP quarterback. It's a damn shame. It is.
2: And when we talked about this late in the season and Lamar not playing, we both agreed he shouldn't play until he's 100%. Why? Well, because he was damned if he did and damned if he didn't. In other words, if he did play and he was subpar, can't he? They were going to hold that against him.
0: They're, hold well, they're, they're, they're holding the injuries against him now. So yeah. my, 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 what I'm saying is, why even give them up? He shouldn't even have given them that opportunity. He shouldn't have played this year. Yeah, he should have. With, you come up with every reason. You, you take away the. But the, now people can't say, "Oh, back-to-back seasons he didn't finish it." You know what? He didn't play the last season because he wanted a contract. Everybody would have understood. Everybody would be on board with it. That's what he should have done. But instead, he did the noble thing, and he's getting job for it. And
2: yeah, it's absolutely. Raw. And let me ask you something. If they had just done the right thing in the first place, do you think maybe Lamar would have been able to play those last couple of games? Do you think Lamar would have been playing in the playoff game?
0: Absolutely. Of
2: course. Guys, he did the right thing. He didn't quit on his team. That's another one I've heard a lot of
0: today. But here's the thing. Think about the messaging that the NFL is sending, not only to the players but to their fan bases. We'll allow a player with 24 pending civil suits for sexual misconduct to get a fully guaranteed contract, but a guy whose background is spotless when it comes to you know, how he's conducted himself since he's been in the National Football League. From a character standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, you couldn't want a better human being in your franchise who's won an MVP, who's won in the playoffs, and whose team has nothing but winning records. That's the guy that you're going to pick the guaranteed contract he to die on. You're going to treat him like that. Think about the message that that sends about what your league and what your entertainment product is all about.
2: Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Still to come, we've got plenty more of this.
1: America held hostage. You know, these things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 59.
2: We'll continue on that with the very latest on the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers on the way. But up next... Oh, Canty, we've got a major announcement about the show. Hello. Oh, oh, we've got a major, major announcement about this show and an upcoming huge event on the NFL calendar. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebay motors.com eligible items only exclusions apply
1: 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify
0: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast.
1: Well, the time has come.
2: It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM, Channel 80. I could not be more excited, Christopher. I could not be more excited. Because we've got a major announcement to make.
0: Yes, we do. So, as many are familiar. Pretty, pretty big. Pretty
2: big. Pretty big. I would say that the NFL draft has become one of the big big events of the sports calendar year outside of any game that is played on the field is that fair to say that is absolutely fair well this year in kansas city missouri we know of course that the draft is being held there it has become a major event Uh, they have turned it into uh, something that takes over an entire downtown area and we also know that the coverage will be unable to be beaten on ESPN and on ESPN Radio. Of course, I believe round one will be on ABC and on ESPN on Thursday night, April 27th, rounds two and three, Friday night, April the 28th, and then rounds four through seven on Saturday the 29th. The coverage here on ESPN Radio will be anchored by Chris Canty, and myself. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. We will be joined by Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider, and the great Ian Fitzsimmons as well, who is as plugged in as it gets on college football. We will be in Kansas City for the NFL draft, anchoring it
0: all here on ESPN radio. That's gonna be fun. Now, big fella, you know the most important thing that we have to get settled before we go out to Kansas City what the itinerary is for dinner the night before the draft. We've got to make sure we have our itineraries ready to go yes. for dinner the
2: night before the draft. As I have told you before, my previous trips to Kansas City have left me a little bit scarred in that regard. Yes. And it's not because of anything the town did. It's because of where I was taken for meals. I turned down a job in America's heartland in Kansas City. The year was 2003, Chris Canty. Mm -hmm. And I was offered a job to do sports talk at a station that was just starting up in Kansas City. And when they flew me out to visit and to learn about the city, they did not take me out for barbecue. They did not take me out for steak. They took me out for Italian and seafood. In
0: Kansas City I I still don't understand the logic in that you gotta play to your strengths right yes Kansas City is known for the barbecue I mean Lay's potato chips has the KC masterpiece barbecue flavor chip so it's known for barbecue and it's known for steak they have a steak a cut of meat the Kansas City strip that's what it's known as and they decide they're gonna go for Italian and seafood yes That's the way to lure the guy from New Jersey
2: out to the Midwest, (laughs) is to give him some noodles with ketchup on
0: it. Oh, Oh my my gosh. But uh, nonetheless. You made the right right call and not going to work for them. (laughs) I did. You know why?
2: And it wasn't... That's why I made that decision, because that just tells me you have bad instincts. You have terrible, (laughs) terrible instincts. And I made the right decision. But we are going back to Kansas City, because, Canty, we will be anchoring all... All of the coverage of rounds one through three right here on ESPN Radio. All the coverage uh, will be on ESPN Radio rounds one through seven on Thursday night, Friday night and Saturday. And man, we are fired up and excited uh, to do this. It's going to be a great time. And uh, man, I just I could not be more fired up. I'm watching more tape than I ever have in my entire life.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Listen, I will say this. I got to go back and watch some more tape on Anthony Richardson. Yes. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and false flag and say I was dialed into Florida football this year mm-hmm. under Billy Napier, but I need to go back and watch some tape on Anthony Richardson because based on what I saw from him at the combine, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh,
2: boy. Well, this is why it is going to be very, very interesting as this unfolds here in the coming weeks. And every day... As part of this, as part of our hosting the draft, Canty, we're going to get you ready for the NFL draft with a segment every day at 4.30 and also at 6.30, Eastern time, that is, with Dash for the Draft.
1: Okay, football fan, let's get back to some football. This is the Dash
2: for the Draft with Canty and Carlin. And Canty, I thought this was in particularly today, pretty interesting from Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN draft analyst, of course. And we saw, uh, Todd McShay's, uh, mock draft 3.0 come out yesterday. I was. I'm I'm going to use the word shocked when I heard this from Mel. These quarterbacks are so close. You're really splitting hairs. Bryce Young is an outlier. I had to go back to the 1982 draft with Jim McMahon to find somebody that was similar uh, in terms of size. Jim McMahon was about six foot and a half, 190, maybe 192 in that area, 195 tops. So Jim McMahon, taller, but didn't have the weight, but he became a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's 1982, okay? After him, you're looking at C.J. Stroud probably as the safest one. He was at, at nearly 70% Seventy percent completion percentage over the last two years. He didn't. Uh, he was phenomenal at the combine. And then, and I think Will Levis this year. I throw it out. He was hurt all year. Twenty twenty one. He was outstanding. So I think you're really looking at an Eli Rivers, Roethlisberger scenario. Where I think I hope all these guys are really good. Wow, that is some high praise indeed. Because if we remember back to two thousand four with that draft class, I mean, coming in, those were three guys that we knew were going to be top 10 type players, and I don't think that anybody would have ever put these three on that same level. They might go in the top 10, but I don't know that anybody looks at Will Levis and thinks he's going to be the next Ben Roethlisberger
0: based on what we thought back then. No, I'm with you on that one, but uh, respected and reputable talent evaluators say that had Will Levis gone to a program like Alabama or a program like Ohio State, that we will be talking about this guy being the number one overall pick. I mean, that's how talented he is. He certainly passes the look test. I mean, this is the guy that you want to be first off of the bus or maybe second off of the bus considering this class with Anthony Richardson. But he's a very impressive quarterback from a stature standpoint. And all I've heard were glowing reviews when it comes to leadership intangibles in the locker room. His teammates absolutely love him, big fella. They love him. So that's always something that you have to consider along with the physical attributes when you're talking about drafting a quarterback this high because you're making this guy the face of your franchise and you're making him an extension of the coaching staff and the general manager in terms of him being the quote-unquote CEO of your football team. Now, did you notice Mel was not talking about Richardson right there?
2: No. He was not bringing him into that mix yet. And I'll be very curious to see – Uh, which teams in the coming months are really going to get sucked in by Anthony Richardson because, you know, you've talked about it, a team in the top five already that you've spoken to uh, is all in on him, Yep, is all in on him. Well, as we get closer to the draft, we're going to have this each and every day, as we said, at this time at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, dash to the draft as Canty and I get you ready for the 2023 NFL draft in Kansas City, Missouri, which... He and I, along with Mike Tannenbaum and Ian Fitzsimmons, will be anchoring from Kansas City, and we are fired up for that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, and yeah, the NFL draft, that's going to be a hot ticket later this spring. Hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Well, we've got a little bit of clarification when it comes to John Morant's Situation. We'll share that next. Canteen Garland, ESPN Radio, and on your smart speaker. Now,
1: let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! On Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. News on John
2: Morant. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by... Progressive Insurance Canty police in Glendale, Colorado, have closed their investigation into John Morant and the situation this past Saturday night at a gentleman's club uh, out just outside of the city limits of uh, Denver, and they have issued no charge or crime. Here is their statement. Through investigation, the GPD was able to determine the incident took place at Shotgun Willys, located in the city of Glendale, during the club's lawful operating hours. They were not able to determine that probable cause existed for the filing of any charges. In this case, it should be noted that on the night in question, they didn't receive any calls for service from the nightclub regarding a weapon of any type. Subsequently, no disturbances were reported. No citizens or patrons of the club came forward to make a complaint. The investigation Investigation also concluded that no one was threatened or menaced with the firearm. And in fact, no firearm was ever located. Although the video was concerning enough to prompt an investigation, there was not enough available evidence to charge anyone with a crime under our justice system. All persons are presumed innocent until proven otherwise. So that is your statement from the Glendale Police Department. Canty, the word that comes to mind here is fortunate. Mm. John Morant is exceptionally Fortunate that nothing has come of this
0: legally, but it should not end there. No, it shouldn't. And I, I think it's I think we have to make the delineation that he's not going to be charged with anything, but it doesn't mean that John Morant is innocent on in all of this, especially considering the pattern of behavior with him menacing or brandishing firearms toward people in the past. So so this is something that he, Ja has done and this is a behavior that he's going to have to curb if the Memphis Grizzlies, the NBA and his, you know, sponsorship partners in Powerade and Nike are going to continue to trust him with the platform that he's been given. So I, I I'm concerned about it and I hope that Ja gets the help that he needs, but I think this is an opportunity for the NBA to send a clear message on its stance toward firearms and threatening people with firearms and where they stand Overall, when it comes to, you know, dealing with, you know, getting gun violence under control in this country. I, I think the NBA has to be at the forefront of this. They've got to send a clear message that this is not acceptable behavior from what we saw from Ja Morant in that video and what we've seen from Ja Morant over the last calendar year. They need to come down hard, similar to what we saw them do in 2009 with Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, that, That's the kind of suspension that we need to be talking about from Ja. I... I I don't think we can rule it out, Carlin, that we might have seen Ja Morant play his last game this season. I I don't think that's off the table for the NBA. And I don't don't. think
2: it's the worst thing in the world either. I mean, I I, I think it's good for Ja. I, I think that's ultimately what it boils down to. The league needs to send their message to everybody in the league, and they need to deliver the message to Ja, and Ja needs to take heed of this and understand that he cannot afford to do this in his career. We, we saw the stories that came out in the Washington Post last week yep. about some incidents that have involved him. This is where it has to stop at 23 years old. You know, I read the story that Mark Spears uh, had done the other day that had some of the quotes from Carmelo Anthony in an interview about early in his career and having uh, this kind of stuff go on, and then it stopped. And why did it stop? Because he met with David Stern and David Stern said, you're now screwing with a corporation. You're mm-hmm. now screwing with the entire business. You're in screw. You're screwing with all of it and you're screwing with your life. And it was a message that got through at the time. And it needs to get through right here to Ja, because he is a bright young superstar in this game. And let's call it what it is. One of the two or three pillars of the future of the league.
0: There's no question about that. But I, I think on a lot of different levels, first of all, to save his career, but also, Carlin, to save his life. You, you keep you keep flashing firearms on people, and somebody eventually is going to try to see if you about that gunplay. And, 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 Carlin, this is a NBA player with a $200 million contract from the Memphis Grizzlies, an NBA player presumably with a nine-figure endorsement deal from Nike. I, I don't understand why he, he's willing to keep – people around him that condone this type of behavior but this is where he's got to shake some of those hanger-ons off and he's got to focus on the things that are most important in his life which is basketball and his family that's it there's no room for anything else including these types of behaviors John Moran has got to get that cleaned up it's it's paramount that it happens and that it happens right
2: now
1: now. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.